When it comes to medical tests and treatments, more is not always better. As technology and medical knowledge progresses, doctors and patients have access to many more screening tools. But with the choice of more tests also comes risks of over-testing and over-diagnosis, worries healthcare researcher Alan Cassells. Overdiagnosis is prevalent in many, many areas of medicine. We see screening creeping into all kinds of areas in medicine, cancer screening, depression screening, genetic screening, osteoporosis screening, diabetes, high blood pressure, cholesterol. I can give you dozens of examples of maybe areas where we're way too aggressively screening people. Most of the time, I would argue that people don't have a very good idea of their likelihood of benefit or their likelihood of being harmed. In fact, as much as 30% of health care in Canada is unnecessary, says Dr. Wendy Levinson. We live in a society where more is better. And I think many patients have come to feel that if you go to the doctor's office and you didn't get a prescription or you didn't get a test, that you maybe didn't get care. So many times patients have said to me, you know, well, it's the harm, let's just get another test. But there's a lot of evidence that shows that in the course of clinical care, physicians and patients order things that are not necessarily valuable. In fact, they may even cause harm to patients. That seems a little counterintuitive. Why would that happen? But there are multiple reasons, like patients request things, like my neighbor had a brain tumor, so I'd like a CT scan because I'm having headaches. Sometimes a specialist has suggested to the primary care doctor that they should do the following test so the primary care doctor feels obligated. There's concerns about malpractice if I don't do it and miss something. There are misaligned financial incentives where sometimes your doctors are paid more for doing more. But most importantly, I always say that it's the way physicians learn to practice, that we're kind of taught to leave no stone unturned. In an effort to reduce over-testing, Dr. Levinson has spearheaded the Choosing Wisely campaign in Canada. The goal is to engage physicians and patients in conversations about the risks and benefits of unnecessary tests and treatments. I think patients actually, they want to understand that physicians have listened carefully and had a conversation with them about the choices. Do I really need this test? You know, what are the downsides? Are there any other options? What if I wait and don't do the test? Many family doctors, for example, tell us, finally, someone is helping us have this conversation with our patients. You know, I've had family doctors say it's really been a game changer for them because their patients will come in and say that they want an MRI for low back pain. And they say to them, you know, you really don't need that test and here's why. Now they can say, and here's some materials based on excellent science supported by the Canadian College of Family Physicians and choosing wisely, can I give this to you to read? I think doctors have always known that this is a problem, but they didn't have an easy way to begin these conversations. And I think what choosing wisely is doing is providing them tools to make these conversations easier. These tools include lists of five things clinicians and patients should question. These lists identify tests and treatments commonly used but that are not supported by scientific evidence. One of the goals of the campaign is to avoid 10 million non-essential tests and treatments by the year 2020. Already many hospitals, physicians and healthcare associations have joined the campaign and their actions are showing positive results, says Dr. Levinson. A very good example is North York General Hospital. So in the emergency department, they have decreased the overall ordering of lab tests by 41%. In ICU, they've decreased x-rays 20%. In their preoperative care, they've decreased the use of tests in low-risk patients also over 40%. 
Plus, even on the inpatient side, they're showing decreases in imaging by approximately 5%. These are not needed tests. They don't add value. And in some cases, they're harmful. Dr. Eric Bohm, who is leading the campaign in Manitoba, believes that the recommendations are raising awareness and changing for the better the patient-physician relationship. I think you know, particularly for me, the project I've been involved with has really made me think about the tests that we do. You know, you don't always have to do tests or treatments or interventions. You can safely not do them. Sometimes it's simply easier to write the requisition than to have a five or ten minute discussion with the patient about why they don't really need to have it because you've got a waiting room full of patients uh, and you may be running late in clinic. Uh, and again, I think it speaks to the importance of uh, having a good patient-physician relationship and having an open, honest discussion about the pros and cons of whatever you may be recommending to your patient. Even medical students have joined the campaign and are trying to change the way medicine is being taught, says Dr. Levinson. For example, our own medical students emailed faculty members giving a lecture the next day. Dr. Jones, I see you're giving a lecture on musculoskeletal disease. Do you know the Canadian Rheumatology Society's recommendations on choosing wisely? Here's a slide. Would you tell the class about it? It just makes sense, and they know that they're learning skills that are going to set their practice for the future. Finally, patients also need to be asking their physicians more questions, says Alan Cassells. He suggests a few questions patients should ask before committing to a screening test. How many people do you have to screen to save one life? What is the rate of overdiagnosis? What is the potential harms and the downsides of being screened? And given your own level of risk and family history and so on, what happens if you do nothing? And I think honest physicians are prepared for these questions and they will say, you know what, if you choose not to want to participate, then I would respect that decision. For Evidence Network, I'm Melanie Holobosky.